This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey everyone, Abner Marez is a world championship boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, John Hill's best friend. No, just kidding. I actually work with Abner Marez. Uh, he's a really, really cool dude, and he's got a new podcast on Blue Wire. Uh, it's called On the Hook with Abner Mares. You'll hear about his life, his boxing, and, you know, all the stuff around him. He's, uh, he's a really cool dude. He's, like, really chill and, and smart. I really like him. He'll talk about the state of boxing. Uh, he's going to talk about his career. Uh, he's a champ. Uh, one of the, Like, literally one of the best boxers in the world. Um, and boxing's back. Boxing's fun. I don't know if you guys follow, but you guys should. Um, so... Listen to On the Hook with Abner Mares wherever you get your podcast. Probably the same place you get uh, the Super Hoopers. Episodes in English out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. And now, for a podcast that could beat up Abner Mares' podcast, the Super Hoopers. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting? You're now listening to Super Hoopers. They're a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. Welcome to Super Hoopers, inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, as always, Dave Feudernick, John Hill. How are we doing? How's life? Uh, dude, the weather is perfect. Perfect running weather. It's like kind of nice. fallish here. Very nice. Yeah. Oh, like overcast. Kind of. I, I mean, I don't know about you. I get sick of that sun, dude. I just get tired <laughs> of it. I love the sun, but I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm not going to be able to t- maintain my 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 tan or my bleached blonde hair in the wintertime. You know, the hair's straight on, good, man. Straight on, baby. Good. Yeah, it is right. looking good. I hate yeah, to admit it. A- I know, I know. But it's like in the wintertime, it's going to go back to being brown and my skin will be ghostly white. Ah, yeah, but, we, you know. we need we need production to start coming back because if there's a makeover reality show, I am nominating Matt. Oh, yeah? What you, have, you, have all your, you have all the potential. I got the tools. You I got the tools. all the tools. You just don't have... Yeah, the, the, the tools, tools just kind of rusty. The, the tools yeah, just right, a little the rusty. Tools a little rusty. They're you a little know, outdated. The tools were made in the '70s, you know. But like, you're vintage. You're vintage. So, baby. Th- there was this girl that I was just in love with, like when I was 20, around somewhere around there, 1920, you know. And sorry, this was in the in the year 1920. Yeah, this is the year 1920. <laughs> she was a flapper. So, um, she just had gotten the right to vote, and she was just like so stoked. Um, uh, no, 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 but. She basically turned me down. She basically was like, eh, I'm not really into you, you know. But she basically said that. She's like, you got all the tools to be attractive, but you're not you're not putting it together right now. She's like, but when you're 25, I think Ooh. you're going to be good looking. I think you'll do well with the ladies when you're 25. Okay. So, so well, she was basically well, like, she was wrong. 
Um, <laughs> yep. She, so she was a liar. <laughs> yeah, she just straight up has terrible. Yeah, it she, sounds, yeah, sounds like she just let you down easy. Yeah, she yeah, pretty much. She related yeah, yeah. to. No, she was lying. Beach. She was lying. She was terrible lying. at drafting. Yeah, no, she was lying. She was lying. She's doing all. She's doing okay now. I just followed her on Instagram. So oh, she tight. seems like she, she seems okay. like. Uh, she seems like she did worse than me, personally. Uh, you're but, you editing know, this week, biased. so you might you might want to cut that out. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure she listens. Yeah, yeah. The, the, hey, you the, never the know. two the, the two least likely people to listen to this podcast are the person I'm talking about and my wife. So I think I'm. I don't think <laughs> and uh, my wife. I don't think my wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Wait, women have like real creepometer though. Like she she might have something just like go off in her. Just like she senses that. <laughs> Something's wrong, and she just gravitates <laughs> towards this episode. She <laughs> disturbance in the yeah, it is yeah, true. The creep sense. It is true. They just be like, that guy's giving off a creepy vibe. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. ten times out of ten, they're right. And, and apparently, so. uh, most of the people that listen to our pod feel the same way about me being a creep. <laughs> just, just us in general. Uh, most okay. likely yeah. okay. not to listen to the pod. Uh, your guys' wives, or just like a standard person. Uh, I, think, I think it's about equal. I think it's about equal. I don't. I don't. I don't think John's creepy at all. I don't think you're creepy, John. Dave. No, I don't no, think you're. No, creepy. I don't. Creepy. I don't think Dave. Dave's not creepy. Dave's just like a lovable. Like it's like it's like lovable. Yeah, I've always you know? uh, inside. I know I'm a creep, but yeah, right, on the right, right. on the exterior, I've always benefited right. from uh, people trusting me for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're very trusting. I'm always no. I'm always the person uh, gift and the curse because when I'm on a flight. Always end up just like some horrible person <laughs> so just talking tired. my ear off because I look so warm and you know and loving and uh, really inside I'm like, hey, yeah, got the earbuds in, please yeah. shut the fuck yeah, up, yeah, pop those earbuds shut up. In. I don't know, I don't even know how flights work. I haven't been on one in so long, so. Uh, um, oh, basically, the whole time you're just like, oh, I hope I don't get coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> Have you? Oh yeah, you've flown across the country. I did. Uh, I did. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, not enjoyable. Uh, keeping the because I had the, the the N95 mask on and everything, and just crushes my big Junos. Yeah, uh, you gotta, just not you good. Gotta, not not ideal. I had like gotta, a red, like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer spot on my nose for like two weeks straight from the stupid N95 mask. Um, you got to double good. that up, baby. You got to put the surgical mask on underneath I do. the N95. I love the no, double No, no, you put the surgical mask over. You put it oh, over that. Oh, you do? That is that you do? Yep. Okay, all right. All right. Wow. This, according to my cousin, who's a doctor who sent me the, the masks, she, mm. does okay. she said to do it, <clears> so... Right. Well, yeah. Uh, you know. Well, this is mass say, talk. This is the mass you corner. Say this is mass talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, NBA news. NBA news. We Ooh, got some coaching. Oh, really? We got some coach. We got some coaching hires. We got some big, yeah, big baby, coaching big, hires. Big fat coaching hires. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of speaking of creeps, dude. <laughs> Ron Jeremy coaching the Pels, baby. Can you, dude, what? Hydra Po Boys. Hydra Gumbo. Hydra Po Boys. Yeah. Stan Van Gundy to the Twitter Pelicans. Legends. Twitter legend. Um, terrible move, in my opinion. Terrible hire. <laughs> Absolutely awful. Um, what do you? What did you guys think of the of the hire? I mean, it seems like a bad fit for a very young team to bring in a guy who is probably past his prime. I'm honestly shocked. It seemed like he had a good thing going. He's good on the, on the broadcasts, I think. And, uh, and he's like just beloved on Twitter now. I'm like, you got great situation happening. I'm, I'm surprised that um, they even went after him, to be honest. It seems real dumb to me. Um, John, did you like it? You know, you think it's some <sighs> diversity I, of viewpoint here or no? 
Yes and no. I mean, I don't know what... I like Stan Van as a coach. I don't like necessarily that situation, but I don't know what coach you can bring into the Pelicans to really turn that team around. Like, I still think the ownership has issues. I don't... I mean, Dave Griff's a pretty good GM. Uh, You know, he at least has some... Is he? I mean, mean, I'd rather I don't know what evidence we have that he's good. I, well... I think well, he uh, made some mistakes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the uh, I world know. title. Uh, is, well, I mean, uh, pretty... I, I mean, like Rob Palinka just what just GM'd a title team. Do we think do you think Rob? Yeah, he like didn't this? GM that shit. Fucking LeBron did. <laughs> that's my point. That's no, my point. No, no, but he got. I mean, <laughs> he got the pieces in place to bring LeBron back to Cleveland. I mean, yeah. Oh, and well, also, oh, also oh, look. I think the, the I think the lottery balls did that. I mean, like they, they got three number one picks. The, the Cavs did. I mean, that's what brought them back. It wasn't David Griffin's brilliant GMing. Yeah, but I think like to uh, and I listened to that Jared Dudley on um, uh, Bill Simmons pod that you recommend. It was so good. If you haven't listened right? to it, it's right? so good. Um, and he did make a point. I think Planka brought in a couple of fringe players that really helped. But like, w- w- what else were you thinking of? Like, when you have LeBron, like, it's such a different GMing than, you know, starting from scratch or not having that. Like, your well, whole job point. is to sure. give well, sure, the sure. players that LeBron wants, make that happen, stop some of the crazy players that he wants, and building a team around them. I thought he did, like, look, he won a championship in two years. Like, obviously Griff. AD. Griff and Cleveland. Like, oh, but I mean. Griff, Griff, are you talking about Griff or Are you Blanca? talking about Polenka? I think both. I, think, I, I was talking Polenka, but I think Griff did the same thing. There was a lot of smart fringe players that he brought in. And look, it's not easy to win a championship. And yes, it really, really helps if you have LeBron James, but. I think a bad GM could have messed that up way more than, you know. And most GMs are just okay. Like, there's no... Right. We've seen Daryl Morey, the smartest GM in the world, and look, like, but, he but, hasn't but gotten also farther like, than other GMs. I feel like you know when someone has a bad reputation around the league, and I feel like Griff has a good reputation around yes. the league. Yes, like he's, Griff. He's well-liked, he, he, and that's, like, I, that's such a big part of being a good GM but, is just but, being well-liked. Okay. But here's why that's bullshit, because... What? Okay, he's he's well liked. Great, so he's a nice guy. It's like Stan Van on Twitter. How fucking hard is it to just go on Twitter? Hey, Trump's terrible. Oh god, well liked so, and respected. So, I mean, Vla- so, Vladi Vladi's so well liked. Vladi's well liked. He's not well respected as a GM. Like so, yeah. so David David like, Griffin's just not. He's just not a dick. Okay, and then he all, all he cultivates media relationships. I mean, that's why he's that's why he has such all the good press and the and and all the love is he's friendly with reporters behind the scene. I'm sure he yeah, that's smart. He goes on their podcast. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't mean he's a good GM. That doesn't mean he's good I at mean, making look, trades. That doesn't mean that's that a part of the job. That's a, that's a part of the gig, though. Yeah, and also like okay, well, look, look what hey, he did. Well, I well, what I want in my GM is someone who's good at trades and drafting. I don't f- freaking care if he's if okay. he's friends with Jackie Jackie Mullen. But here's the thing: he did a great job around the fringes in Cleveland, getting them some of the shooters that they needed around LeBron, getting some yep. of the pieces that people were worried about, and it worked. Uh, mm-hmm. Getting Brandon Mingo barely, for, get, no, barely, barely, he won a championship. It worked. It, it worked. worked. You beat the fucking Warriors. He, he beat the best team of all time. <laughs> uh, second of all. Uh, I think his trade for Anthony Davis, people were saying, was the best deal of all time, right? I mean, obviously, Anthony Davis wanted to leave. He got Brandon Ingram, uh, a all-star, and he got a couple of the pieces. Now, he failed with Lonzo because Lonzo's terrible. But I think that was just a filler. Uh, the pe- the pieces a little, the, those pieces a little broken, a little yeah, broken. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, 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 look. I mean, like, I think he did a good, that was a good trade. And that he, yes. I, I personally, I think Ingram 
Lonzo, and Hart are all better than Kuzma. So he got the three best of their young cores. Yes, yes. He and he got some draft picks. So yeah, okay. He did. He he navigated the Anthony Davis, especially he had no leverage. Anthony Davis, like he couldn't play the Lakers off anybody really because yeah. Anthony Davis was like, I'm only going to LA. Okay, I will give you. I will give you that he did the AD trade good. Um, but this Stan Van hire is not. I mean, it's a disaster. It's a it's a terrible hire because I I, I, is it a disaster? Uh, we don't. Well, let's, you can't well, say let's, that yet. Let's break it. Let's break it down. Let's Stan break it down. Van was a very good coach for the Magic. I know that was a long time ago. Now at this point, no, but no, like, no. He was, let me. He, like, let me. He was, let, a, he let was me, a good coach. He's a let good me coach. Tell you who, no, no, no. Let me tell you who was a good coach for the Magic. Fucking HGH. All right, oh, steroids. God. That entire team was on steroids. They were ahead of the curve. They all got busted for steroid use. They were ahead of the curve. They they were they were doing steroids in another league. Was. That's that's why. Hoax. That's why. It was a hoax. That's why, the big beautiful hugs. That's, that's why they had the competitive advantage. Um, also, with the, I mean, like he, you could make the case he should have beat the Lakers in the finals, and he didn't. He choked. Um, he has a lifetime fifty-seven so, percent win percentage. Oof! Oof! Wow! And some of those, okay. and and that's including some of those teams that were not great. I mean, <laughs> you know, like Let, the the peak Dwight years. Like uh, yeah, those are those, lot, those are good teams. Couple man. sad Detroit years in there. Look, that he wasn't going to help. But when he ran sure. Orlando and Miami, too, he was pretty good there, you know? They were going to the conference finals. Yeah. 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 Until his entire team didn't want to play for him and Riley had to take over. So I, mean, yeah. I think the, the, that, the, that knock, great. the knock on him is that he is probably past his prime as a coach. Like, that's the knock. Like, as a Knicks fan, I can identify. Uh, we, yeah. we hired another dinosaur. And, you know, Jeff Van Gundy uh, looms. Still, he might get a job somewhere. So, yeah. Those, are, are those great hires? Probably not. Probably not. But yeah, I don't I, think – I, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's a disaster. Watch. Yeah, Let me just like, – like, Hold on. Hold on. Wait. One last point, though. It's – I don't think anyone is expecting Stan Band to be the championship – to take the team to the championships. Right? No. Like, no. if his job is to go there and take a sort of dysfunctional team – That's I mean, previously with dysfunctional – and get them to a place where they're in the playoffs for four straight years, then maybe you get the next coach. But I think, I don't know, like, what other coach would be better? That's my question. I'll tell you who other coach would be better. The dude who Indiana hired. Whoever whoever that guy was, he's better. I like, oh, you, the, you literally, like, like, you don't even know who that guy oh, is. And you're you saying mean, he's uh, going to be a better J- coach. Johnis Bjorgen? Bjorgen? <laughs> yeah, Nate Jogen, whatever. Or, like, Dave Vanderpool from, from Portland. I like hiring from the assistant ranks. Like, I don't like these retreads. Okay. These retreads never okay. work out. So I said, take a chance on an assistant. But let me just break down... Would you rather would, would, these retreads would, like uh, like uh, the coach of the Lakers? What a terrible retread! Uh-huh. He is he he is an outlier. Okay, so I actually went through the last thirty finals and I said, let's see who's coaching these teams. So these these thirty the last for the last thirty years, I looked at all the finals mm-hmm. coaches and I said, was it their first job, their second job, their third job, their fourth job, their fifth job? Like, what job were these guys on? When they took the team to the finals. Okay. Do you want to guess how many were on their fifth job? That was the most. You want to guess how many coaches it was their fifth job and, and they took a team to the finals? Uh, none. There's one guy. There's one guy. And I'll give you a hint. 
he's Wait, there's how many, also how many years back are we talking? Thirty years back to nineteen ninety. I looked at all. I looked at all the fi- the finals teams for the past yeah. thirty years and said, what job were they on? And so there was one coach who was his fifth job, his fifth head coaching job. There was also one took, coach who took was to the fourth. finals. Didn't didn't win the finals. Didn't win. Didn't win. Didn't win. Actually, he won. Larry, actually, this one. Larry Brown. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Larry, Larry Brown. Brown. Yeah. So he he's actually he was on his fifth coaching job when he took the the Detroit team one he was on his fourth coaching job when he took the Sixers uh to the finals but besides that I mean that's it that's the that's it for the fourth guys who were on their fourth and fifth job this is Stan Van's fourth job guys who it was their third job we're talking 30 years of finals teams there's only three and one of those is Vogel so Vogel is a bit of an outlier it's Vogel Rick Carlisle and and uh, and George Carl. Those are the guys who were on their third job, and I would argue that Vogel, Vogel and Carlisle, th- those were guys who were great coaches that were kind of like in bad situations. Like they were both, they both were clearly good coaches. I honestly don't know enough about George Carl. That was like the '90s, but the vast majority of these guys are on their first or second job when they go to the finals. Seventeen of these coaches were on their first job, and six of them were on their second job. Two of those coaches had won titles previously, uh, Riley and Phil Jackson. So really, you only got four four coaches on their second job. So it's much more likely for a coach to be on his first or second job taking a team to the finals. These well, retreads don't work out. I think, but well, I think the data point that I would like to see in, in in your research is where were these teams when the new coach came in? Like Nick Nurse takes a team that has been, you know, a great team with a lot of stars. And then he yeah, wins the their coach won coach of the year the year before. <laughs> yeah, Steve Come on Kerr. Now. Steve Come on Kerr now. comes in after Come that team is built. On on. See, I think this is more of a that's case. That's totally unfair. Of, that's totally. I think that this is, is more total, of a case. I don't know. I'm asking. Is this a case of we ha- the league now has a shorter uh, leash on these coaches? So you'll take a guy that'll get you pretty close, and then you'll throw in a new coach, and that's why you win because that's what no, Steve Kerr did. Right, but Mark Jackson got nope. them to where they needed no, to be. No, 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 no. Nobody, nobody picked the Warriors that year. Nobody thought the Warriors were going to be good. That was a, that's an entire other level. Same thing with the Raptors. It's an entire other. You're not giving Nurse and Kerr enough credit because that Raptors team was nothing. That Raptors team was a joke. You know, they called it. They called they it got Kawhi Leonard. And they got Kawhi Leonard. It was still. I mean, that's still. It's hey, look, getting Kawhi this year shown getting Kawhi Leonard is not some magic elixir. You know. Um, well, and I, I, and I think it's safe to say it was that year. Yeah, well, it, was that year. it was that year. <laughs> well, the and, magic and elixir was whatever was uh, going into the Warriors' tendons because yeah. those things were breaking left and right. But but <laughs> the uh, but Steve Kerr, I mean Steve Kerr did a hell of a job. Like that 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 Warriors team wasn't that good. I mean like Steve Kerr they took him to the next Steph level. Curry and Clay Thompson, two of the best players, well, which of all time. which we think of as great now. Mark Jackson was holding that team back. People, Mark Jackson deserves zero credit for the Warriors' uh, success. I mean, come uh, on. I so, mean, are we just going to be like, okay? You know, talk to the people in the league. Like Mark Jackson was undermining that team behind the scenes. He turned he turned everybody against each other. Uh, he wasn't he wasn't starting Draymond Green. Uh, like you know, it took, it took Steve Kerr to really unlock all that. So. Yeah, I mean, and then it, you know, then they passed the team on to uh, Luke Walton, and he won twenty five straight games. <laughs> That's like, true. Come on. That's true. This is like yep, we're talking yep, about yep. like Steve Luke Walton. Mike, Mike, Mike Brown will tell you it's it, like good yes, point. he did a good job. No one's saying Steve Kerr is an idiot. He's a good coach, but it helps when you have two of the best shooters of all time. Uh, and some other luck like that's so I wouldn't say necessarily, you know, my point is that it's far more likely 
at least what we've seen in the past 10 to 20 years, that a first-time hire becomes a good coach, then a retread. There's very little examples that I can think of of retreads working out well. Um, so you're saying the, the Nets are going to have a huge year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of the Nets. Not only do they got one new coach, they got three new coaches. Because I mean, you remember it's Durant, Irving, and Nash. Uh, coaching. Excuse me, breaking news: they've got four new coaches. <laughs> oh, is this an old, is this? an old teammate of Steve Nash's. Oh, he likes Amari. to bathe in red wine. <laughs> beloved, beloved Jew. Yeah, he's, Below, he's yes. a member of the tribe. Is he a member of the, of the tribe? tribe? I chose uh, him. It's yeah. so weird because I just edited a podcast he was on uh, last week, and he was talking about uh, like just talking, talking, talking up Steve Nash and how great Steve Nash is going to be as a coach. And <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> I was like, oh man, he he is kissing ass hard right now. And uh, yeah, assistant coach Look. of the of the. The New Jersey Nets. I still call them the New Jersey Nets. Uh, yeah, Amari Stoudemire. Wow. They're really um, just doing whatever. Yeah. <laughs> They're really <Yep>. just. <laughs> Yo, Le- uh, assi- assistant coach Leandro Barbosa, uh, the next uh, hire. So. <laughs> Yo, we got to get get Dio. Get Dio in there. He's, gotta, yeah, get he's, Dio. I think he's currently he'll, he'll sailing bring, around the world. He yeah, probably doesn't know the, about the coronavirus. Uh, He'll bring the espresso machine into the uh, locker room for everybody. Yeah. Sail yeah. all, sail all in, sail into whatever, whatever terrible harbor you have over there in New York, whatever it's called. I'm not done crapping on Van Gundy though. So uh, the other thing I don't like, the other reason I don't like it is because he's like a win now coach. And so what this presages is that the Pelicans are not going to trade Holiday. You need to trade Holiday. I mean, Holiday should have done is, it last year. He's got a year left. He's got a year left, so what are you going to do? You're going to keep him for a year, and then you got to pay him some massive contract when he's 31? It's so stupid. you got to trade him. you got to trade him now or at the deadline. Having Stan, hiring Stan and Gunny means you're not going to do that. You're going to be mediocre again. You also should trade J.J. Redick. It was reported they're definitely not trading J.J. Redick. He's like going to be Stan Van Gundy's like number two, like coach in the locker room type of guy. Those are two guys you need to move for a number of picks. Your, your team isn't going anywhere with those guys. You proved that in the bubble. I don't care who's coaching this team. You know, I don't care if – you know, whatever, whatever the greatest coach in the world, like this team is not getting out of the first round with with their talent level. They need to cut bait on Holiday and and Reddit. And also, this is the best year to tank. If you're going to tank or you're going to do poorly, this is yeah. the year to do it because you've got no right. fucking fans in the in the stadiums. So right. it's like, but I think the, the, I think that's the point of why Stan Van Gundy is a fine hire because it's clear that ownership doesn't want to tank and waste time. Like they 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 were like, we're an eight seed. If Zion's healthy, we'll make the play. Like. I think that's what they want. So with that in mind, with an ownership and a team philosophy of we're not going to tank, we're going to get, we're not rebuilding anything. That's why I think Stan Van is probably your best bet, though. I don't think he's going to like take him to the championship, but I don't care what coach is there. They're not going to the championship. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It's just, it, it, and also I don't think Sam Van Gundy is that good. I mean, like you look at his Detroit tenure when he was the GM, like his moves were boneheaded. They were like, moronic moves like the Blake Griffin trade was awful just it was yeah. just a terrible trade that we in Game of Zones we made a cartoon about how how bad it was as it was happening because we knew it was I mean freaking cartoon animators know this thing's gonna be bad but it was like it was no doubt this was a good thing was not gonna work out 
Well, that's a boneheaded trade. He made all his all his moves in Detroit were terrible. Wow. You know, it clearly it was like not it was not for the long term. Yeah, they were trying to put butts in seats, and nobody was coming to fucking games. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, again, like you that's still another thing that's like the ownership. Like Stan Van knew, like yo, if I don't start, I need something. I got to start winning games. And again, he's not the GM there, so that's how about that's make some good better. moves. I mean, like Daryl Morey had the same mandate. Like you have to stay good. And you look at all, I mean, 538 just did an analysis of his trade. This dude won practically every single trade he made. So it's, it is possible to be win now and still win your trades. You don't need to lose every effing trade. Yeah, but we're um, also talking about the Rockets being a shit show right now and saying yeah. like, there's no hope because of this Westbrook deal. And that's another thing where ownership came in and said, do this Westbrook deal. All right, well, that's not. Harden I mean, and like, CP3 weren't going to get Murray. along, so it's like it's not like it's it's not like the owner of the Pistons, whoever he is, whatever slime ball he is, is putting a gun to Stan Van Gundy's head and say trade for Blake Griffin. I mean, come on. So maybe, maybe well, it's just all his moves <laughs> outside of that too, and it's also also Van Gundy. All both Van Gundys have have been like anti analytics, anti rest. It's like they're going against like modern science. It shows a lack of a flexible mindset. That you don't want in a coach. I mean, we've seen the most successful coaches are those that adjust, that those that they can adapt to new situations. You know, Nick Nurse is able to do what, what he you know what he needs to do. Spolstra, same thing. It's Van Gundy's not going to do that. Van Gundy's going to stick with his old set ways, um, and it's just not going to work out. It's just a, a bad hire on every level. It, it handicaps what you can do trade wise. He's, he's going to be bad on the floor, and. How is this dude, how is freaking roly-poly over here going to yell at Zion about getting in shape? Like, that's the other thing. It's like he is going to have no accountability with, like, no credibility with Zion. He's stuffing his face with Poe Boyce telling Zion that he needs to lose weight. Come on. No idea what you uh, just said. Did I no. freeze or something? Uh, yeah, I, after roly-poly, uh, you froze. <laughs> <laughs> my internet's unstable. Hold on. Let me see. You guys talk. I'll, yeah. switch, I'll switch my internet. I, I assume that you were uh, talking about uh, Stan's uh, inability to uh, whip Zion into uh, – better health <laughs> i was i was i assume i, was. I assume yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i assume yeah, it was just some body fair. shaming going around you know yeah it was, you know. It was it's actually nice that we couldn't hear it dave now we have an excuse that's if true we, if we try yeah, to get your uh, now you're whatever true. Just absolved like, I of what I did. you Hold heard us second. we had no idea we couldn't hear it now yeah i don't know uh we'll we'll see what happens we'll see what Here's happens a question for you dave <laughs> would you rather have stan van or tibbs as the next coach tibbs Oh, interesting. Just because he has a good relationship with the new front office, and that matters. And, but, but coaching uh, aside, let's say the front office was boring. And also, like, you see all the, like, the reporting coming out that, like, guys like Jimmy Butler, who notoriously have issues, like, who butt heads with people, fucking loves Tibbs. Got it. So, okay. I, so I don't know. I, I'd probably still rather have Kenny Atkinson, but, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? What can you do? What are you going to do about it? I mean, it's 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 a lot like uh, the Pelican situation. It's just like uh, with just less talent. It's just like uh, <laughs> except no matter what generational coach, star and wow. all star shooting guard and come on now, don't don't guard. do RJ like that. He's the fifth youngest player in the league. Uh, yeah, like a better coach wouldn't do shit with the fucking Knicks. So like, what does that matter? <laughs> right. Like, what does that matter? Might as well keep uh, staying in the lottery and trying to fucking rebuild. True, 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 true. Love that. Love that strategy. Yeah. <laughs> five years to Tibbs, probably not smart. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> probably not good. He, I mean, he's not going to finish out that contract. Let's be honest. No, of course not. Not going to happen. Get that money. Not going to happen. Is Matt still? Matt, <laughs> am I back? I don't know. No, I don't know if I'm back. You guys oh, not really. Back. Oh, back. there you are. There you are. Yeah, Dude, you're definitely uh, slowed down. And I'm slowed down. Yeah, hold on. Your a take's too hot. Your take's too hot. 
Yeah, my takes are too. Are you on the Pelicans of fifth seed? Matt, are you on the Performa? What, what, what computer are you on? <laughs> yeah, I'm on freaking newest, nicest computer. Come on. It's just the Yo, internet I, here is like I see you printing something out in the back in the background with uh, the uh, the computer paper with the holes on the side. <laughs> What's going on <laughs> over there? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, like a yeah. slow print out of a of a half naked girl. <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. It's a yeah. screenshot of a Tumblr account. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me move closer. You to can't the- tell if it's like uh, random dots or uh, Chinese writing. <laughs> Dude, it's like back in the day when you used to have the, the like scrambled porn, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, kids, kids don't know about that. Kids don't, don't know, know about the scrambled porn. Oh my yeah. gosh. Remember, remember how, how are they gonna them? scramble the video but you could still you could hear it perfectly? What's cool? what was that about? <laughs> I mean, come on. How is how is this? I'm in a new room that has maybe better internet? I don't know. Oh uh, uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you're working. I mean you're working sure. fine. Oh, all right. All right. What about the Indiana hire? Great hire, right? We don't know anything about him. I tell Love you, it. I like the assistants. I like the assistants. <laughs> friend, friend of the pod and uh, uh, our, our token Pacer uh, fan friend, uh, Steve Gossett, said uh, that name sounds made up. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's good. He's good. He's good. But look, I'm, I'm more bullish about the Pacers than I am about uh, the Pels. I think the, I think oh, the Pacers see- will do better. Oh, really? Did you see who they're uh, interested in going after, the Pacers? Your beloved Pacers? Yeah, who? who, it's, who? it's a white oh. guy. Oh, Gordon Hayward? That's Gordon fine. Hayward? He does fine. seem like a Pacer, though. He seems like Look, a Pacer. he's from Indiana. Isn't he, isn't he, what, didn't he go to Butler and stuff? So um, the thing about Indiana Pacers, it doesn't matter who's on the roster. Haven't we learned anything? They, they're just <laughs> always a fifth seed in the East, no matter yeah. who's on the team. So, sure. Now they got a better coach, they'll be a fourth seed. So come on. That's right. better than that's we'll better see. than the Pels are gonna do. The Pels like, okay, also, let's talk about Zion. Would you <laughs> if I gave you the option of Zion's gonna be a bust or he makes more than three all star games, which option are you taking? Oh my god. I will more zero three all stars. Three, three all stars. All yeah. right. I'm taking zero. I think it's zero. So zero? I think he'll no be way. an all uh, he'll be an all star next year. Let me tell you, he's not even going to play. He'll be injured. Yeah, and the so. fans will vote him in to be an all-star. Nah, nah, nah. He'll play I'm enough. All, I, he's he's going to have, um, I, I, I think he's going to have like a, a Grant Hill-esque career. Like he'll stick right. it out. Yeah. He'll, he'll, he'll be really good for a, a short amount of time. But, yeah. Yeah, Blake Griffin. I think, I think he's, he's going to be more Grant Hill than he is Sean Kemp. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Oh hell yeah! Oh. Shout out to Sean Kemp who just opened up a dispensary. Yo, so, yo yeah. opening this weekend, his boy Gary Payton showing up for the uh, the, the Let's grand go. opening. First um, first black owned dispensary in the Greater Seattle Let's area. Go! Wow. Let's go! I, know, to I guess I guess Seattle. Gary Payton uh, already has like a big uh, like cannabis company. Mm. There's a lot of NBA players that have cannabis companies. Right. I mean, hey, that, that's like smart investment right now. Very Why business. Yeah. Why not? Good big business. business. Yeah, I was People, with. I interviewed one player. I, I won't say his name, uh, who has a cannabis business. And then right before the interview, he was like, "Damn, I got to go back to Detroit." And we we're like, "Why?" He was like. They raided my shop. They they, oh, they no. arrested all these people. I got to go fix that. I was like, "Damn, dude, yeah. government, let the let the cannabis and the drug war. Let's Jeez. you know, it's fine. It's fine. Let the mm. let the people smoke the weed. Come on, come yeah. on. Damn, um, how, how are you gonna do that to? 
Jalen Rose's uh, cannabis company. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you going to do that? To, what's the guy's name? Mares, the, the, the boxer's name that you're friends with, John? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's, how, how are they going to do that to our Blue Wire compatriot? Um, all right. Let's, I want to play. Let's play a game. Uh, this is be an off-season game where I'm going to give you a player's – I'll give you a player. You got to mm. tell me: Is he going to be on the team he's on right now at the end of the off season? And okay. we'll—I'll keep track of this. I will give you one point if you say he's going to be on the team and he stays on the team. I will give you three points though if you go out on a limb and say he's going to end up on a different team. Okay. Um, and then another three points if you correctly predict the team he ends up on. So, okay. I have uh, some names okay. here of people that are, I think, likely to move. Okay. Most likely to move, I think, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Yep. Yeah, Chris Paul, right? So we're all saying that, that he's going to move, right? Yes. yes. The question is, what Where? team does he end up on? Milwaukee. That, Milwaukee doesn't want him. Uh, haven't you heard that? R- the rumblings no. are Milwaukee doesn't want him. They're scared oh, really? of the money. Yeah, they're poor. Yeah, they should, be. <laughs> <laughs> they should be scared of the money. It's only got one year left. What are they doing? Like, you, you could probably get him for a first-round pick. Pay the yeah, money. Well they, yeah, but they also only have one year left of uh, of Giannis. Giannis. Well, so you got to pay forty million to go Chris all Paul in the next year. Got to go all I'm in sure before you can, Giannis I'm sure, I'm sure uh, goes you, to Miami. All the rumbling. Look, if the rumblings start to come out that your player star player is going, he's going. All these star players move now. You got one year. Your only chance is the title. Like if I'm the running the Bucks, who else are you going to get? Like who, yeah. you're not getting. Yeah. Drew, you're not getting Drew Holiday now. I don't think you're getting Lowry or something like that. So, Matt, Chris Paul is the Matt, best you could Matt. do. Come on, box owners. Now you're muted. Quit being so cheap, you know. Not that I care, <laughs> but you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you do you still John, think he goes God to the box? Editing this one. No. This is why. What happened? What Matt's doing. Oh, I'm my I'm, 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 I'm totally frozen. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> this is great. This is actually great. <laughs> yeah. So okay. relaxing. All right. Now I hear you. Now I hear you. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Now, back to the Super Hoopers. Let me change uh, my internet one more time. You, oh, okay. oh my I, God, you tell me, dude. you guys. You know what? You I guys studied. I studied retreads of internet, uh, wireless internet, and you don't want a retread, Matt. So don't go back to the original uh, server. I'm back. I'm on a different one now, baby. Come, how, many, back? how many different internets are you stealing? My brother has three internets. Okay, he has three different internets. Damn, this is your I younger brother. I don't brother, know right? why none of them work. Yes, my younger your brother. Your younger brother has three internets. You have one internet. <laughs> well, he has a warehouse that has three different internets, and for some reason, none of them work well. I don't. Don't, he, don't ask me what's going on. He only gives you half the internet for each one of them. Though, right? I'm literally <laughs> standing next to one of the routers, so I don't know what is going on. God so. damn, boy. How All many, right. how many yeah. Tumblr pages do you have open? Close some of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't yeah. Have, just have, just have the Google Docs with these names. <laughs> Tell me where Chris Paul's going to go. You say Bucks, Dave. I just think like they're they have to like they have to win now, and like clearly they 
were missing a piece or two like to get them over the hump this past season. So, I mean, uh, I just think it would make sense. I don't know. I, I, think it would make I sense. agree with Dave. I wish I had a different per- uh, team, but I think it's the Bucks. I think they'll eventually come around to it, too. It might be later in the year, but I think they're going to – I think it just makes so much sense. Let me let me tell you where he's going to end up, okay? It's not the Bucks. It's the Knicks, baby. You know he's Ooh. going to the Knicks. Nah. The Bucks don't want him. Nobody else wants him. Nobody else is going to no, – nobody else makes sense for him. There's some there's some some rumblings about the Suns. I think that's just BS, you know, NBA nerd talk. Yeah, I don't know why he would go there. The uh, the Knicks are going to trade for him, make the big splash. You know, you guys are run by morons. So um, <laughs> I think it's the uh, look, Knicks. Look, look, it, obviously it's possible, and obviously the reporting has been that they are interested. But I I just have for my own sanity, I have to hope that the new front office knows that that would be very stupid and. They would have to give up major assets to get him, and that just shouldn't be where they're at right now. Bringing him in doesn't help the situation whatsoever. Like All right. having him around Frank Nelikina, who would actually probably have to be involved in the trade, like doesn't help them at all. Okay, uh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. It wouldn't be I'll- crazy. It wouldn't be crazy. Right. But I I also think like he's the type of person who will have a say in where he goes. Mm-hmm. Just because he's such a fucking dickhead, and um, he wields that respect, and I think he would not want to be in New York right now. So right, I think right. you know he wants to make one last run at a at a title. So I think he would want to be in Milwaukee. Al Horford, what do you no. where do you think Al? What do you think he stays uh, at the Sixers? What do you think? Or John you should think answer he, this first. He oh moves. gosh. It, well, here's the question. Is there a God or is there not a God is really the question. <laughs> oh, John, yeah, uh, there ain't no God in Philly. There ain't no God in fucking Philly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I would love more than anything to trade his ass. I feel like they won't, but I'm going to put some good vibes into the world. I'm going to put some good vibes in the world. And Al Horford is a Sacramento king. And Bobby <laughs> Heald is a Philadelphia 76er. Oh, yeah, well, you have is... to. So, what, how do you sweeten the deal? Like, you'd have to throw in like uh, an asset with him. Like, you can't just. The, even the Kings aren't stupid enough to just well, take Al Horford. They were until they got rid of Lade. That was a big mistake. Yeah, they got a new you, guy you running. I forget. Yeah. It. I, I, he, he's from uh, the Rockets. Right. All right. You should have. Again, again, there's always you have to remember ownership. Ownership right. is mm. the thing that ruins everything. And if you can convince. The fact that he's Vivek? just one veteran power forward away, you know, and if Buddy's like, I'm leaving, I hate playing here, and you get Luke Walton saying, I need a vet, maybe you could pull something off. I don't know. No, That's my best no fucking way. Yeah, I know. No I'm way. Optimistic. What you here, what what the Sixers got to do is they got to sit Embiid for the first half of the season. They got he has to fake an injury. Showcase Horford, like really make it look like Horford is good. Then move. Him. That's then that's move what you got. Ooh, do. yeah. The risk there is you showcase Horford and you're like, ooh, he really is. My super guy washed. can't play anymore. <laughs> that's the thing. I think he's just washed. Yes. Yeah. It's just like clearly, very washed. Clearly. It's no more of this like you could showcase him or anything. Like I don't know a team that really wants him. I just don't. Can um, I will predict he goes to the Cavs. So, Cavs. oh, Cavs. That's a good pick. Kevin Love, Kevin Love for for Horford. So that's that's well, but why does Cleveland bad, do that? Is it just a salary dump? Uh, yeah, bad contract for bad contract. I think I think Love has more years. 
So. I don't think Love has more years. I think Horford just signed last year for four yeah, years. Yeah, I think I think Horford had the five year extension though. So I think it's maybe the same years. Maybe Love is making more money. So, um, you know, that's that's my prediction. Dave, where do you think? What do you think for Horford, our, our guy? I'm sorry, John, for your for, you for your well being, but yeah, I think he stays put. I think I think he sits on the bench, like does not play much, and will just be around as a locker room guy. I just don't see even the dumbest teams like wanting any part of that contract. All right, yeah. here's an so interesting Kevin Love one. Does have three more years, so I think it is the same deal as. Yeah, and then the Horford uh, last year, the last Horford year isn't guaranteed. So yeah, well, why would the Cavs do that? Like. <laughs> They're Why, less money. Like, it's less money. You're getting Horford and you're paying less money. So, okay. Yeah, and you would need oh. something where, like, Kevin Love, like, really just, like, says, I want out, do me a favor kind of thing. But, yeah. I, I also think, like, maybe I, – I still think, like, the Sixers would have to throw in, like, a future second rounder or something to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they would have to be like, – why would the like Cavs a, be like, yeah, I like, well, like, obviously, like, sure, you get off like, part of that money, but – I still don't see them wanting to like that's still kind of doing the Sixers a favor unless you have some asset thrown in. Yeah, maybe like, it's like Kevin Love is Kevin Love is still pretty good. Like, yeah. like I know he's like beaten beaten up, but like he's way better than Horford is right now. Like, yeah. I think it's a, you got to throw in a third team in there, moving. You know, probably right. some team gets right. an asset from the Sixers. They trade that whatever. Uh, All right. What yeah, about uh, what about Bradley Beal? I think he I think I think he goes where he goes that's a good question. All right, he's the one everybody wants. I mean, he's the star that's like, you know, is on a bad team that theoretically sure. people could get. Although he does but, seem to like playing in he's, DC. He like, always is talking so about how much he likes DC. I think he stays yeah. put cuz I don't see who's who's coughing up enough assets to get him. So I do I do think he stays put. Yeah, I don't know. Who who what do you do? I mean, Ben Simmons for Bradley Beal. <laughs> is that is that what you're saying? I, I mean, I, I think no. I'm saying like of of who else? Like what else is there an option, right? Yeah, I, think I mean the other do that, right? Like if Bradley Bill's like, yo, I want out, kind of thing, right. and he's not happy. Right. I think they definitely take Ben Simmons for him, right? Right, but I think also Washington's like, great. Now we don't need John Wall because we got a point guard. So they may try to force the Sixers to be like, also you got to take Wall. And then maybe the Sixers give them the Horford. And then maybe they may mm, take on. I don't think they would do that. Okay. Yeah, all right. No. All right. All right. Um, D- Dave, do you have, what's your prediction for Beal? I, I guess stay put. I guess stay yeah. put. Uh, Bummer. Let's... Bummer. I love Beal. I wish he was somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Miami, Miami's are... the interesting one. For Beal? Yeah. No, I think I think they want to keep themselves open for Giannis. They want to keep themselves open unless they know that they're not getting Giannis. But also, it's like they would have to trade like one of their good young players. Like they would have to trade like yeah. Hero or something like that. Yeah. Which I don't know. But Miami seems do. to like its guys. So yeah, Bradley Beal um, really good though. Yeah, few other ones. Few other ones. Gobert. What do you think happens with Gobert? He's eligible for the supermax. Don't think he's going to get it. Utah, there's friction with Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. So he's definitely a candidate to be moved. Um, where is the question? I will make a prediction that somehow it gets done. Somehow he ends up on the Celtics. Ooh, really? Interesting. I don't know how, but it just feels like that's kind of they need some sort of like rim protector type guy. 
Um, How would they make that work? I don't look. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm Taylor? not. A, I'm not a Maybe smart Taylor? NBA podcaster. I don't have a trade planned out. Um, but it just seems it just seems like the type of place where he might end up. Okay. Hayward and then uh, like their first rounder from this in this draft well, they, or something. Yeah, yeah, they got plenty of first rounders. A in this draft, you know, maybe Marcus Smart, someone like that. Hayward, yeah, yeah what, to make the money. What work. Are they, ha- they have like ten and fourteen or something. No, they have like, like uh, they have like fourteen, sixteen, and twenty-eight. They, it's, oh, that's right. They have that's two. Right. They have two in the teens and one in the twenties. Um, so they got plenty of first rounders. You know, you could theoretically put Hayward and Smart. Now, I don't think Hayward going back to Utah works. You would need to find oh, a third right. team. Duh. Yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think the Jazz fans or the Jazz organization would be stoked to have Hayward back. Yeah, um, so you would need to ha- find some. Oh, maybe. To take uh, well, Oladipo. Let's not forget is trying to be moved. Yeah. So maybe um, they end up. So maybe it's a three-team deal, and yeah. uh, Hayward does end up in Indiana. Yeah, that's my that's my prediction. Is 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 Celtics? John, Dave, carried away, and you could say he stays with the same team. I don't see. I don't think he stays, but I, I, I like. I, I don't see him going to Boston, I, and I, I, yeah, I don't know where he would go. <laughs> I mean, All right, okay. Put you down uh, for the Jazz. Uh, I feel like I, 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 like Donovan is obviously the guy, and I, like they are dysfunctional together. So like he has to go. Like Gobert has to go. Um, mm-hmm. And you're right. They're they're not going to give him the supermax. I feel like right. one of the answers to this game is the Cleveland Cavaliers, but I haven't figured out. <laughs> right? Like for Drum, Gobert, Drum, though? No, no. Drummond for Gobert? Right, but why would the Jazz do that? Like, Drum, Drummond's bad. Yeah. Like, it's like, Drummond's so much worse than Gobert. I mean, yeah. But in Drummond's game, yeah. and Drummond's on a big contract. Unless, unless the Cavs are giving me, like, every draft pick they have, unless they're giving me the Clippers deal where they're giving me all their draft picks and all their swaps, yes, I would love to be invested in Cleveland's draft future. But but yeah. I would also say, like, why are you getting rid of Gobert? And if you're getting go- rid of Gobert because he is going to make too much money and him and yeah. Ola- and, him and uh, um, Mitchell don't, uh, like, Mitchell each don't other. like each yeah. other, then, I don't know, then Andre Drummond kind of makes sense, right? Well, yeah, if you get something else, I assume some other team is going to beat the Cavs' offer of Andre Drummond for Rudy Gobert. So, I, assume I mean, what about take... what about OKC? Eh, why is, why is okay? OKC is not trying to win? I mean, what are they, who are they giving? And I don't know if they're trying to win now. It's assets, so. assets, draft picks. They could give. They a, have I mean, that's a million. Bad. They have a million of them. They could give Adams and some assets and be like, all right, right. Gobert's a good good piece. You know, you have yeah. Like, Adam, it's at, how many years left on Adams' contract? I don't know. Come on now. Come on. You're asking me smart guy NBA questions. We're we're just we're just we're just shooting the shit here, Dave. Come on. We're just we're everything's make believe. We're in we're in La La Land. Um, let's see. I give you I give you one other one. Um, let's see. Of these ones, is the most interesting. Oh, let me throw one out there. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, would they do Go Bear for Blake Griffin? Oh my why, god! Yeah, no. why is why is Utah? Why why do you hate Utah, John? What do you, why is Utah? Look, look, doing? You keep saying the same thing that they want to get rid of him because of Donovan Mitchell. They right, are in a position I, where they I, want to get rid of him. John's but trying to fuck over those racist ass fans. Yeah, I don't look, think that. Look, I say keep him. I say keep him. Look, but like, look, look, if you're saying that they need to get rid of him because it's a disaster, then you're going to lose the trade. Right. Right, like, like so I mean, throwing I, you big I, name losses. I, I, you know, I, I maybe, maybe I have a Ferrari that I want to get rid of. Just doesn't mean I'm going to take five hundred bucks for it. You know, so I mean, yo, I don't know. I think Gobert is kind of like whatever. Okay, well, you hate Gobert. Good thing. I uh, mean, what, 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 like, 
What's his I success? Mean, what, uh, getting what's playoff, going on? Getting played out of the playoffs every year? All right, all right. Yeah, no. What's, I mean, that's what's, prob- uh, what's the latest with the Spurs? Because I could see him in a Spurs uniform for some reason. Oh, but, he does. He's very uh, Spursy. He is, he is very Spursy. Uh, yeah, maybe you get some of the Spurs young guys. Actually, that works. Some of the Spurs young guys. Maybe yeah, and then may also maybe you get uh, Aldridge to make the money work or something like that. Yeah, that that is actually I'll say that's Spur- pretty good. I'll say Spurs. I'll that's say pretty good, Spurs. Dave. That's he does he does feel very Spursy. Um, all Ooh, right, no, you know do one more. I'm gonna throw this Go out. Is it Atlanta? <laughs> well, they just they already got their they already got their kind of rim protector center with Capella. So I oh, think they already right. they did get him. I think they yeah, already they, they already set. Yeah, they already right. got their dude. About that. Right, okay, here's my last. Here's my last one, which I, I don't know, is is, is Wiggins. I think that's the most interesting of the other names I have written down here. Mm. Um, just because the other names, I don't, I don't think Drew Holiday's moving after the Stan Van hiring. I don't think Lowry's going anywhere. Oladipo, who knows? So I think of these other names, Andrew Wiggins is the most interesting of where, what the Warriors might do. Um, I mean, there's no way they're keeping him, right? Like. <laughs> They clearly like took him to like package somewhere like eventually, right? Like yeah, but who's taking him? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what trades out there for them. They got the number two pick and Wiggins, and it's just like I don't know what, what exactly. I could see, I could see them packaging the pick and 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 Wiggins for like the tenth pick or something, or you know, like like to some stupid team that's in the lottery this year. Yes, just to get I off mean, his contract. Is that what you're saying? Right. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, I think maybe there's a Beal trade where you give them the number two, and they have Minnesota's pick. Like, there's uh, next there's year. no way they want like Lamelo Ball. Like, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. I, I think um, I'm, I think I would say he stays with the Warriors. Yeah, I think he stays. I don't think there's a trade for him out there. Because Dave, I think what do you, what do you wanna, say? They would keep his contract to swing big later. So you said you said a stupid pick with the, like the ten pick. That sounds very Nixy. Isn't that where the Knicks where where are the Knicks yes. picking? Isn't that <laughs> the Knicks are uh, the Knicks are picking ninth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. How about the Knicks get Lamelo, Lamelo and, and Wiggins? Wiggins? Ooh, there you that's go. That's very wow. Nixy. That is that's very Nixy. Lamelo and Wiggins and Chris Paul to to just to mentor them. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and Carmelo coming back. And Carmelo's coming. Dude, Carmelo Anthony. Hey. Chris hey, Paul. Hey, hey. I'm not yeah. a Melo stand by any means, but I, on, on the vet men, I'm, I'm more than happy to have uh, Melo come back um, on the vet men. The, the last thing I'll say about trade talks is Michael Porter Jr. apparently is untouchable. Hey, Nuggets, dude. You, he's he's Yo. very touchable. Dude, <laughs> iron, iron, dude. I, I are never going to be hotter than it is right now. <laughs> dude, let me, this is the highest his value is. You got to sell while the value This is as high as Absolutely. his stock is going to be. Absolutely. That dude's, that pieces of that dude's spine are falling off. Like, yeah. come on. Like, this is, you got to sell high, Nugs. Come on. I, Untouchable. Uh, who are they talking dude, they're about? They're insane. They're insane if they don't trade him. Now is your time to trade him for an actual piece. Like he was blackballed by like half the league for his medicals, and he's got yeah. rocks for brain, and he's like a, a locker room problem, dude. Come on, <laughs> what are they thinking? Untouchable. I, where did yeah. I read that he was untouchable? There was a there was a Bleach report. The Nuggets what? have been putting it out there that yeah, no, but what was the, what we was are the not trade? trading. Mm-hmm. I think it was a true holiday trade or something. Oh, dude, like, yeah, it was like, someone like that. It was a good. His deal. fucking rookie year. The guy is bitching and moaning. In the fucking Western Conference Finals, because he's not getting enough fucking ball. Like, right, like, dude, right. get 
fucking get rid of him you know, now. Exactly. I dude. forgot what the deal was. This was, dude's robbing young children of their plus, freaking plus, NBA like, homeboy, like, homeboy couldn't stop me on the court. Like, he cannot yeah. play defense for shit. Like, right. some some moronic team, like, will only see his offensive side and, yeah. and, and want him. But exactly. what's crazy is, yeah, I, this morning I was reading a trade offer. Man, who was it? Anyway, but they were like, Detroit won't won't move him. I mean, uh, uh, Nuggets won't move him. And they were like, because he had a huge leap. He averaged 11 points in the postseason. I mean, you got to like, put that out. Po- you got to put that points. out to make it seem like he like, is, is so I, yeah, like, I, overvalued. Yeah, I, I'm sure you say that, but still, like, come on. Look, he showed signs yeah. and as what? his Basically his second year or first year that he actually played. First year he actually played. Played. You know, he, he had a lot of signs and he still has the tools. But like we need to pump the brakes. Dude averaged eleven points in the in the playoffs on a great well, team. Well, he's Dude, a like, fantastic. He's a fantastic shooter. Like he's a really really good shooter. Yeah. Well, but it's but, eleven. Po- it's not like like come on. He, you can replace eleven points on. A hey, team. that's because he didn't get the ball enough. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely want to take the ball out of Jokic and Jamal Murray's hands. You yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, give yeah, Michael yeah, yeah. Porter Jr. more touches. Yeah. Um, well, also, it's like the, the the red flag medical stuff. It's like you think of other guys who've been red flagged in medical. It's like uh, Brandon Roy was and mm-hmm. Dewan Blair, the guys to me that come to mind. And those guys didn't last more than five years in the league. Like their bodies broke down. And at least those guys were high character guys. At least those guys right. were dudes who are like, you know, you wanted on your team. You know, Michael Porter Jr., come on, man. Like, what? Are, anyways, so. Yep. Hey, nuggets. I'm sorry. Out. I'm sorry about your nuggets. Also, I got to figure out who my team is for next year because oh I'm definitely. I can't support these Clippers. Oh, I you thought know? you said you were back in the uh, in the Warriors camp. I thought you were a Warriors. I, I, I was thinking about it, and I think the Warriors are going to be bad. Like I think all those guys are washed. Like I think. What? Oh, I think no. they're washed. Ah, that's I think they're such washed. a bad take. That's Draymond so Green. Draymond Green is washed. Clay Thompson's probably still good, and Curry's still good, but Curry's fragile. Curry's going to get injured. Yeah, I got and news then, for you. Oh Dray- Draymond Green is not why the team is good. No, but he is. <laughs> In the playoffs, I mean, like that's you know he's you know he's a sixteen no. game player. Um, well, but also, also I just heard earlier in this podcast Steve Kerr is a terrible coach from John. So now I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am so excited for the Warriors next year. I think mm. that is like such a nice addition to the league. I yeah. can't wait to have they're them like back without kind of underdogs again. Like now they're underdogs. Come like, back. Remember how fun? Now again, it's back to Steph's team, which makes it way more fun. Yep. Clay's back with the mission. And Draymond, let's be honest, Draymond was not trying last year. That dude I knew know, his but... team was bad. He had he was literally on TV the second the season ended. <laughs> like he was he was he tried harder on TV than he did on that court. Right, he was and good on TV. He was great yeah. on TV. He was. And yeah, and yeah. to be fair to him, he did Better play than Stan Van Gundy, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have him be my coach than Stan Van Gundy. <laughs> and to Come be on. fair to Draymond, he did play hard. He didn't completely give up last year he just clearly wasn't his best so i'm mm. excited for them I think, I think steve kirk kind of gave up too i don't I feel oh, like steve kirk, kirk totally like, gave up oh, absolutely. Yeah, all the, the also, steve kirk just going on every podcast to talk about politics like <laughs> yeah and then he started his own goddamn podcast too when the pandemic yeah. started yeah yep. and look what happened they got what they wanted they got the number two pick like yeah and, it all worked yeah. out it yeah it worked out well oh yep. yeah the, things things stay great for uh golden state um light years ahead all right. Yep. Uh, let's see. Oh, I don't know. All right. I, I I have all these things written down. We'll see how we do. Um, okay. Yeah. 
I do also yeah. think I'm interested to see what happens with the Clippers. I think they'll probably move some of their guys, Lou Williams. Yeah, well, there was like the that. reporting that uh, they're going to shake things up, whatever that means. Let's see. I don't think anybody's okay. taking. I don't think you're getting fair value for Paul George if you're thinking about no. shaking things that that far up. No. So I don't know. And I mean, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. No, we'll and see. also, can I say if I was running the Pelicans, I would have okay. not hired Stan Van Gundy. I would have hired Nate Bjork Prison, whatever the guy was <laughs> in the Indiana. Definitely, um, a guy, or, or a guy Vanderpool. Who, Dude, freaking Dame Lillard out here standing for Vanderpool, so I I would trust Dame Lillard and hire that assistant, um, some like somebody right. like that. Um, but I would have traded. I would have tried to trade Drew Holiday and JJ Redick to the Nets and try to got uh, Jared Allen um, and Karis LeVert. That's that's who I would have targeted with the. Dude, no with way that no way the Nets would have given both of them up for for that trade. I'll give you Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is and. And, uh, and 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 Reddit. Come Ky- on, that's no like way, perfect. No way Kyrie would ever want another like flashy point guard coming in. Like uh, no Drew Holiday way. Drew Holiday played the two a lot. Also also Kyrie Irving's playing ten games next year. So I mean I'm Whoa, whoa, need... whoa. Two guard. <laughs> that's Spencer Dinwiddie's territory, my man. Oh that's right, that's right. I would have <laughs> tried to get the Dinwiddie too. So Yeah. Well, I try looks to like get? a lot looks like a lot of people are gonna be needing uh jobs this year. And the best place to find a job is at Indeed. <laughs> Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep it moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast, like Amari Stoudemire. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring, kind of like Dinwiddie Bucks. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts, like an Al Horford contract. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Yo, Very John, nice. I don't want to. I, nice. I don't want to criticize your ad read, but like, I believe the ad reads are supposed to come in the first like twenty five minutes of the pod. We're at like the hour mark. Well, <laughs> so, I was trying to get an ad read in, but your internet was. Uh, we were. Uh, you should have done an ad read. We my internet just, was this. Uh, I know we were yeah, waiting for you to cause a break. Also, uh, you know, I need you to just like stop talking for like five seconds, so one of us can get a word in there. Dude, that, I that could not. I read. for the first ten minutes of this podcast, I was trying to dump on Stan Van Gundy, and you two were chatterboxing all over it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. I was, hey, that's I was trying yo, to interrupt. Because I, I, I stand stand. That's a... Uh, yeah. Okay. I do, All right. Well, I, sta- I good stand luck. stand forever. Good luck. Good luck with that. We'll see. Yeah, okay. You don't uh, know how long this pod is going, so you don't know what the middle is. Oh, we that's true. We could be going on that's for another true. four that's hours. Is, this could be the first quarter, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, Matt, if you keep freezing, we'll be I, done by like yeah, 3 yeah. p.m. Well... <laughs> Uh, shout out to beefs. Shout out to beefs. Shout We're in the shout out to beefs product. I don't know how many shout outs of beefs we have. Um, um, well, I was going to shout, shout out, out Sean Kemp. Oh, yeah. Right. We already I've, talked about him. Would, have you guys ever been to his bar? Sean no. Kemp? Yeah. Yeah, he's a bar in, in Seattle. In Seattle? Oh, in Seattle? Yeah. I haven't, you know what? I haven't been to Seattle since I was of drinking age. I, oh, last wow. time I was in Seattle, I've been outside of Seattle. But well, I haven't been in Seattle since I was 18. Yeah, so I've never obviously uh, 
gone to his dispensary in Seattle, but I've been high in his bar. So if there's <laughs> if that's any indication, then I think Plus he's gonna be experience? quite successful. Yeah, I think he'll be quite quite successful. Yeah, you go. I, I hear the the food so filling. You you walk in as a uh, 1990 Sean Kemp, and you walk out as a uh, 2000 Sean Kemp. <laughs> as 1993 Sean Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Zion uh, before Stan hanging out with Stan Van. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Post dinner. Hey, hey, Zion. You and me. Let's go get some. Uh, <laughs> let's go get some po' just, boys. Uh, just, yeah. Don't don't fill up on the mac and cheese bites at Sean Kemp's. Uh, you you will regret it. You will regret. It. You won't be able to dunk um, afterwards. A uh, shout out! Uh, shout out to the Dodgers. Have you got Ooh. who are I guess in the? Oh World yeah, Series? I got my go Dodgers, Dodgers shirt on today. Yeah, go Dodgers! Yeah. Does it Dodgers? seem like there's more there's more Dodger support than Lakers support? Like I feel like I'm seeing a lot more Dodger flags, Dodger sh- shirts than I did when the Lakers were in the finals. Does it feel like that to I, you guys I, in LA? I, I will I will say this: like the Lakers are always the like main attraction in town, but. I think because the Lakers have um, not been great for the last, like, you know, however many yeah. years, and the Dodgers have, I think that probably has something to do with it. But how many World Series? Are, like, this is the, their third, third appearance in four years. In four years, and, yeah. And, like, and they, they were like, they sh- and they should, and they, no. yeah, they should have been in last year. Like, they, they lost to like a very like streaky, like hot yeah. Nats team that ended up winning the World Series. But and yeah, also they've just the, been really good the last, you know, ten years. Also. I saw this take too, uh, because you know, whatever ratings bullshit that everyone talks about. Baseball is mm-hmm. just bigger than basketball. It's our national. You basketball. think so? I don't. I, th- I don't I think, think so. I, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the ratings. Bigger. The ratings have been better. Uh, as much as I hate to say it, the ratings have been way better for the MLB playoffs than they were for. Uh, no, I know the, that, the but finals. I think in yeah. general, the, I think that in general, the NBA is the second largest sport in the in the in, in the U.S. in terms of uh, ratings before before. Base, this, it's so. the weird thing where baseball has the the 162 games. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, like a right. different sport. It's a different right. thing. It's more affordable, so families you can take your little kids oh, yeah. to a game and just yeah, do like, that. They, they like pay you to go to the game. Exactly, and I, I think it's just like yeah, like. Just different levels of, of size, you know, and it's like so immersed in summertime. Like, yeah, I, like you know, you don't like necessarily think like, oh man, it's June, fi- NBA Finals time. Yeah, you know, like you, yeah. you know, but like, like July August is just like baseball. You just think yeah. baseball, and it also comes at a normal time. I. Was oh my gosh! I don't know if I talked about this, but on my trip we watched the Lakers game on the East Coast. Like mm-hmm. started at like nine. Yeah, like, nine thirty because like, they would yeah. delay the starts too. They would like, like what have the hell all. Is this? I was like literally, my wife fell asleep. I was watching the game on my phone because it was just like so late. I was like, okay, as soon as this game ends, I'm turning it off and falling asleep. Like, yep. I think that has yep. to play a huge, huge part in, in some of the ratings. Of it. I don't know how yeah. people live on the East yeah, Coast. For sure. What are you doing over there? I, I really don't know either. I went back. <laughs> I don't know, this is insane. You know what China does? The whole country is in the same time zone. And you don't know if you knew that about China. So the whole country is in the same time zone. And so if you're in the very, very western part of China, it's like you got to like wake up basically in the middle of the night because it's like because <laughs> they just like hey i technically it's 3 a.m there but actually it's 8 a.m so get up and start work so hmm. yeah sounds like a lot of fun sounds like a lot of yeah. fun yeah like most things probably shouldn't emulate it but uh <laughs> you know, yep. just just a fun fact about china so cool cool yeah um shout out 
Have you guys been doing any draft preview or any looking or anything like that? Uh, briefly. Here we I go. I briefly look yeah. here or there. A little bit. Okay. I'm going to throw one name out that, that I, I've i literally read one scouting thing from the Ringer, their, their draft. I think the, shout out to the Ringer's draft guide. They've been doing a great job with that. Kevin O'Connor is excellent. He's excellent. very he's, excellent. Yeah. yeah. And Other people with the ringer, not so much. But Kevin O'Connor is, is Kevin is, is quite super smart, um, and I think their draft guide is actually probably the best in the business. To be honest with you, uh, oh, it is. It's, it is. It's just they do a really, really great job, of it and I and I love it. And so I read that, and I'm just going to throw my hat out there that, and this is based off basically nothing. Uh, I put stock in this guy Tyrese Maxey. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I, you know why? I, I thought you, you were going to say because what, what I've what I've heard from, from what I've read and the little tidbits that I've gleaned, the two guys that I'm attracted to are Killian Hayes and Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, Halliburton. really? I don't know anything about him. Yeah. Here. Anyways, what do you what, well, what do you yeah, think about Max? I have Maxie? heard about uh, what's his name? Uh, who was the first guy? Uh, 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 Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes. Killian people Hayes. really like, right? Yeah. Yes. I don't He's know also the Halliburton. villain in the next Marvel movie. But yeah, oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of guards, and I'm speaking strictly for the Sixers here. You know, there's a lot of guards okay. <laughs> and players here that um, have this, like, they all have some kind of flaw or whatever, right? My philosophy is pick the Kentucky guys. Mm-hmm. It's just okay. Calipari, because, and here's why. Calipari is... Uh, as, as- as uh, someone who has Kevin Knox on his team, <laughs> I, 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 okay, fair, fair, fair. Uh, yeah, but for the most part, sure. I think for the most because part. he he's such a he's so good at recruiting, and he does the thing where guys just like can't show off. I think he almost has too many good guys, and they can't show off how good they are until they get to the NBA. And he just looks like the guy that. I don't know. I watched one highlight video and I was like, I'd take him over all the other guys. Hmm. So I'm okay. gonna be I'm gonna be an early adapter as long as he goes to a good team. If he like ends up at like Charlotte or one of these bad teams, then you have no shot. But it's uh, it's luck. Luckily, the Sixers are very very savvy drafters. You know that that Zaire mm-hmm. Smith mm-hmm. for Bridges trade really really working out uh, for them. So. Hey hey Matisse Thibault baby. Yeah. <laughs> I love how Zaire Smith is just. I, whenever I hear an Al Horford trade, it's always like, yeah, and they got to throw in Zaire Smith and Mike Scott to make the money work. Like, he's like nothing. He's just like, he's basically just like on a cap sheet now. He is. He looked good summer league. He looked good summer league. I, I don't know what happened to that guy. I mean, I he had know. like crazy, me- he just been hurt this whole time. He literally yeah, just, hasn't played. Just busted. Yeah. Well, good thing we didn't draft uh, SGA. That would have been. Uh, <laughs> good thing yeah, we, well, didn't, we didn't mess you up Mark Fultz's development. Or, or, or good, by, by good thing you didn't the point guard. Good thing you didn't trade SGA and 18 first round picks for a guy who may be worse than him in the playoffs and Paul George. So, oh yeah, that's true. <sighs> oh, that's well, who. That's going to be my team next year. The Thunder. That's a guy. I like the Thunder. Oh so. God. Well, we'll see who they uh, still have. Nah, I don't know. I don't know what, who it's going to be. I don't know who it's going to be. I need to figure out. I need to figure out who to root for. Uh, maybe I'll just go with the local team, the Lakers. I've been hearing a lot of good things about them. You know, they seem like ugh, they seem like. Ugh, no, you can't go back to the Lakers. Not allowed. I know. You Not know what allowed. I like a lot, though, is the Heat. I really fell in love with that Heat team. So I think everybody did. Everyone oh, did. Yeah. wait. Yeah. Be still my heart. So I might I might just have to be, might have to just get some Heat gear and just be all, uh, you know, be all butlered out. So. Mm. All right. You guys got anything else? Nah. 
Uh, shout right. out to uh, Chef's uh, Table Barbecue uh, Ooh, on Netflix. Strong. Fantastic. Only four episodes, but uh, fantastic. The first one especially is so good. So good. Mm. Wait. Dave, shout out to... I've been... Sorry. Have you watched The Great American Barbecue? The I have not, show on John. Netflix? No. Yo. Are, you're, a, you're a Great British Bake Off guy, right? I am. I love Great... Take love, that. Love Great British Take Bake that. Off. Mix it with barbecue. Oh baby! Yo, this show. I'm sold. This show, I've watched. I've watched the first four episodes twice because I don't want the show to end. That's how good. Wow, it's got. Oh wow, it's got some southern ass people. Like you have to speak my language. You have to subtitle them, kind of deal. (laughs) Yeah, but the food's incredible, and it's like yeah. So it's just like like a bunch of pitmasters competing. Is that the deal? Yep. There's a guy named Shotgun. There's a guy named Grub. And his barbecue, you know, you ever see a raccoon climbing a tree? Blah, blah, blah. That's who it is. It's I mean, I, I will say anytime like there's like a barbecue, um, like like a pit master, like f- featured in some sort of like documentary setting makes me proud to be American. I'll say yeah, that. so good. Did you wait? You That's watched what the we Rodney gave the world. Scott we one, gave that right? the world. Yeah, the Rodney Scott one. And I love the, the first episode, the, the old lady in Texas, like Tootsie. Oh, yeah. oh fantastic. Rodney fantastic. Scott. I, is one is shout out Rodney Scott probably the best rib I've ever had in my life best cornbread I ever had in my life nice so you went to the the spot in Charleston I assume you didn't yep. go to the middle of nowhere in Hemming uh, South no, Carolina no, no. we went to Charleston and he's literally there he just yeah. came up and like said hi to us and shook our hands he's an awesome oh, guy gotta go gotta, gotta go. go amazing mm. all right well. the only way to get Matt to shut up is to talk about good food yeah talk about good talk food. about good food and <laughs> cooking shows fucking yeah. hate cooking shows. <laughs> hate hate all that stuff. You hate to see what you, Hal- what you can't do. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Halt and Catch Fire, which uh, is pretty good. So, oh, you watch porn. Them. You watch porn, right. so you, you obviously you, you're comfortable like wa- watching uh, people do things you can't do. Wait, how do you know I watch? I don't watch porn. <laughs> Come okay. Come on, Dave. Dave uh, Matt watch. watches gifts on his computer. Yeah, I watch. Yeah, yeah I, I like the gifts. Gift sets. I like. Yeah, I do the gifts, and then I, you know, yeah. Anyways, I don't get into it. <laughs> um, <laughs> please, please don't get into it. All right. Until next week. Keep pooping. Keep, keep pooping. barbecuing. Lonzo Ball is a big ball of us. Think you're funny, nah, but y'all is but laugh at your own jokes more than all of us. You just washed up big say, listen to our shows, but tune in and get politics and fart jokes. Yo, a big zero is what your net worth. Y'all got kicked off the B-ball network. That means it doesn't work or your whack lately ain't getting smirks like Matt's fat baby. Wait, man, I ain't hating now. I'm just jealous, boy. Am I glad I don't look like Ellen? Super Hoopers, ah, what crap is that? Yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast. People talk now. An hour of wisecracks, ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Super Hoopers, what crap is that? Yup, dude, it's another NBA podcast. People talk now. An hour of wisecracks, ah, fuck y'all. Give me that hour of my life back. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network.
Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetrics second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.